Our opening hymn is number 168, Be Thou My Vision, 168. Yeah. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to St Bride's Church in Cambus Lang for the celebration of this morning's Mass, which is, of of course, the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Marianne Gorman. We welcome to the church especially uh, her parents, uh, Jerry and Maureen, our sister Emma, and of course Ben, and all the family members who are here with us today. Welcome also to family friends who have joined us uh, for the Mass, and especially welcome uh, are the friends of Marianne who are with us. We've come here in a very sad moment in the life of this family. Uh, The very early death of Marianne has struck all of us uh, very much indeed. But today, as well as that sadness is in our heart, there's also the joy of having known a person the quality of Marianne. We thank God for the blessings that her family has received, her friends, the many people that she's come into contact with in her life. We thank God for all those graces and blessings. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of Mercy. Lord of Mercy. Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and splendour of the Father, Christ of Mercy. Christ of Mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth and the life, Lord of Mercy. Lord of Mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, Marianne, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. reading from the prophet Daniel. I, Daniel, was doing penance when I received this message from the Lord. At that time, Michael will stand up, the great prince who mounts guard over your people. There is going to be a time of great distress, unparalleled since nations first came into existence. When that time comes, Your own people will be spared. All those whose names are found written in the book. Of those who lie sleeping in the dust of the earth, many will awake. Some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting disgrace. The the learned will shine as brightly as the vault of heaven and those who have instructed many in virtue as bright as the stars for all eternity. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You who dwell in the shadows 
shelter of the Lord, who abide in his shadow for life. Say to the Lord, my refuge, my rock in whom I trust, and he will raise you up on eagles' wings, bear you on the breath of dawn, make you to shine like the sun. Oh uh-huh.
reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. We want you to be quite certain, brothers, about those who have died, to make sure that you do not grieve about them like the other people who have no hope. We believe that Jesus died and rose again, and that it will be the same for those who have died in Jesus. God will bring them with him. We can tell you this from the Lord's own teaching, that any of us who are left alive until the Lord's coming will not have any advantage over those who have died. At the trumpet of God, the voice of the archangel will call out the command, and the Lord himself will come down from heaven. Those who have died in Christ will be the first to rise. And then those of us who are still alive will be taken up in the clouds together with them to meet the Lord in the air. So we shall stay with the Lord forever. With such thoughts as these, you should comfort one another. The word of the Lord. reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. With the coming of the evening, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us cross to the other side. And, leaving the crowd behind, they took him, just as he was in the boat. And there were other boats with him. Then it began to blow a gale, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that it was almost swamped. But he was in the stern, his head on a cushion, asleep. They woke him and said to him, Master, do you not care? We are going down. And he woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Quiet now, be calm. And the wind dropped, and all was calm again. Then he said to them, Why are you so frightened? How is it that you have no faith? They were filled with awe and said to one another, Who can this be? For even the wind and the sea obey him. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord 
when the illness that Marianne had more than a decade ago recurred around uh, about the late summer. It was a very serious blow for her. It seemed that she'd been able to put all of that behind her all those years ago, only now to have to face it all again. The doctors were able to offer her treatment again, but sadly she didn't respond to that treatment and consequently they realised that they would be unable to save her life. The final thing that she wished for was to be able to go home again and to be nursed in those final weeks of her life there. After some initial doubts that even this might be possible, Marianne was able to return home where she spent the last weeks in her home comforted by her parents, her sister, family members and family friends. Those of you who were able to see her will know that she was very brave and very strong. You'll know that she had a great desire to live and to see more, but there was also something that was very realistic about her in everything. She was very grateful to the nurses, the doctors and carers who looked after her at the hospital and also in her home. At the Mass today, uh, we hear that reading from the Gospel, uh, Jesus is in the boat, fast asleep, while a storm overhead and tosses the boat from side to side. Some of the apostles we know are tried and tested sailors. They know the dangers that such a storm can bring. They know one storm and a serious storm when they see it. They're surprised when they, of course, discover that Jesus is asleep in the back of the boat How is it possible, they wonder, to sleep when the boat is being tossed from side to side? How is it possible to be oblivious to the dangers that they are in? They rouse Jesus, and it tells us that Jesus stills the storm, calms the waves, and, of course, always calm again. It's easy, isn't it, in this story to read things in life, For likewise, we are sometimes tossed by the storms of life. We are tossed from side to side, and very often we feel that we are sinking. And it seems sometimes that the Lord himself is asleep, and he doesn't care. He's oblivious to the dangers. He sleeps and doesn't see our situation. But there's also a moment, isn't there, when he rises and calms the fears, stills our anxieties and worries. We thought he was asleep, and he didn't care, and yet he is in the boat alongside us in the eye of the storm with us. We only have to ask, and he will respond. We only have to point out the dangers, and he will calm the seas and make the winds drop. Today, he is in the boat with us. us. He is with us when the storm howls and when the wind rages, and he will come and he will make things calm again. The readings of Mass speak to us today in our hearts of faith, faith which sometimes some people find a puzzle with lots of questions, but for those that have faith, it's really a comfort and strength, and that it guides you along the way and makes you aware that you are not alone in this journey or this walk. Marianne had a gift of faith, uh, that awareness that was with her all her life, a 
simple kind of trusting faith that carried her at all times, a simple faith that God was with her in the storms and in the easy part of the journey and that he would never abandon her. Just a few things uh, from Marianne's life. She was born on the 20th of December, 1980. It was a snowy night. Thereafter, apparently, she always loved the snow. Her first two years were spent in the city in Langside before moving out here uh, to Canvas Lang with her parents. She attended Westcoats Primary School and Trinity High School. She made many friends in her youth, which she kept and are here today with her. She left school and attained a degree in tourism and travel at Bell College and then went on to archaeology to study archaeology at Glasgow University, a subject that she loved. She didn't mind the digs, worked at Glasgow, Edinburgh and Anglesey. Her working life, she worked at the Science Centre and generally, as you know, she was by nature a quiet girl, but she surprised everyone and herself too in being able to give talks to large groups of people very effectively. There's also a story of her getting stuck at the top of the Science Centre and leading a group of tourists down 300 stairs to safety. I think she surprised herself in all sorts of ways. She always wanted to travel in her life, but illness herself came along as, uh, 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 a number of years ago. Undeterred, she was able to make the trip to New Zealand and made many friends and enjoyed the work there. Sadly, the illness itself was to recur in New Zealand. She returned home and the medical intervention was successful and she seemed to be clear of the illness. You probably know that she had interests. She liked the stars and planets. She liked the animals and nature. She liked to be of help to people and assistance. She went to Lourdes to help with the sick. She liked fantasy novels and films. She was totally taken in by them. She even liked Disney films and characters. She had a great love for cats and believed if she'd lived into old age, she would be described as a mad cat lady, <laughs> perhaps adopting stray and homeless cats along the way. She loved to sing and was a member of our diocesan choir, who's passionate about things, the environment, about justice, and joined action groups to do things and achieve things. She loved quizzes and was a bit of a dark horse coming up with unexpected answers. She had a great love for friends and different groups of friends and made every effort to keep in contact with them. She had hobbies, her singing, learning the violin. She always seemed to be doing things. Even on one occasion, apparently, she went on a zombie hunt in the streets of Glasgow. I'm sure that she found more than a few zombies along the way. <laughs> Marianne had a great love for her parents, uh, Maureen and Jerry, and her sister Emma and Ben and young Killian and her aunts, her uncles and cousins. Family was always important to her, 
and she was much loved by her family. She had a very quiet disposition. But everyone says the same about her. That she was kind and gentle and cared for people. She was loyal and dependable. If she would say that she would do something, then she would put her heart and soul into it. She really valued friendship and was a good friend to many people in her life. Everyone who knows Marianne is sad to hear that her life has been cut short and all will miss her very much indeed. At the Mass today, we turn our eyes to the bigger horizon, to where the journey and the road itself leads, to the destination to which all roads lead, to the love and the mercy of God. He comes that all might be saved and none might be lost. He comes that we might all know his love. He came, came to seek out all of us so that we might come to know him. In the end, it's always his desire that all our roads, whatever road we take, will be to his peace and to his generous love and mercy. We are conscious today that Marianne is in God's loving hands, far away from the storms that she has been in, no longer tossed from side to side, no longer in the eye of the storm. The waters are calm, and the boat that she's been travelling on has reached its destination. Please stand. Let us come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the Church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our sister Marianne, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Marianne, our sister, who sleeps in the Lord, that she may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of her goodness. We pray to the Lord. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. As the gifts of bread and wine are brought forward to the altar, we sing hymn number 450, Lord of all hopefulness. Hymn number 450. Thank you. 
Sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of Marianne, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your Son to be a loving Saviour may find in him a most merciful Judge, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so, with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, and before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, 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 holy Lord, Lord, Lord of hosts, heaven and earth, holy, holy, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pay by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, 
Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Marianne, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages. We may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to his apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. And, with your spirit. and now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship.
Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Yeah. 
Let us pray. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it our dear sister may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever.
darkest night and brightest day. Be at my side, O Lord. Hold my hand and guide me on my way. Sometimes the road seems long, my energy is spent. Then, Lord, I think of you, and I am given strength. Walk with me, O oh my Lord, through the darkest night and brightest day. Be at my side, O oh Lord. Hold my hand and guide me on my my path and there are times I fall but you are always there to help me when I call walk with me oh my Lord through the darkest night and brightest day be at my side oh and guide me on my way. Just as you come the wind and walked upon the sea, conquer my living, Lord, the storms that threaten me. Walk with me, O oh my Lord, through the darkest night and brightest day. Be at my side, O Lord. Hold my hand and guide me on my way. Help me to pierce the mist that cloud my heart and mind, so that I shall not fear the steepest mountain Walk with me, O oh my Lord, through the darkest night and brightest day. Be at my side, O oh Lord. Hold my hand and guide me on my way. As once you healed the lame and gave sight to the blind, Help me when I'm downcast to hold my head up high. Walk with me, O oh my Lord, through the darkest night and brightest day. Be at my side, O oh Lord, hold my hand and guide me on my way.